Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, Chaos Blog Talk Radio. We are the Royal Bluette. <laughs> and every Thursday evening at 7 p.m., we do a segment where we talk about life experiences, what God has brought us through, things that we've been through, how God is just good, and how he's ready to be praised. So we just have a good time and just talk and conversate. Um, none of what we say is planned. We just pick a topic, and we just come on here and talk. So I just thank Elder Oliver for entrusting us with this platform I thank God for providing the idea to Elder Oliver and for him, you know, being obedient and going through with it because multiple people's lives are being changed just by, you know, tuning in and hearing of God. So I thank you, Elder Oliver, and I thank God for the platform itself. So we're going to pray in. Um, Should we say the topic first? Basically, tonight we're talking about how our Easter went. Last Thursday we discussed uh, what Easter was for us when we were little how we grew up on Easter and versus how it is for us today. And this Thursday we're going to talk about how our Easter was and things that we've experienced, um, this, this things that we experienced this Sunday or maybe a new revelation we had or something new that came to us or whatever. So um, that's our topic for tonight. Um, I guess I'll read the word first and then pray in. We're going to come from Matthew chapter 26. We have Matthew chapter 26, um, verses 18 through 29. I'm going to it right now. Matthew 26, 18 through 29. And I'm going to read New International Readers. Asha, my mama, my daddy, and them, they can read King James. Y'all, y'all get at this. I have to have it in another version to help me really understand and grasp it. But I do like to go back and forth. But I'm going to do the New International Reader's Version of Matthew 26, verses 18 to 29. It says, he replied, go into the city to a certain man. Tell him the teacher says, my time is near. I'm going to celebrate the Passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did what Jesus had told them to do. They prepared the Passover meal. When When evening came, Jesus was at the table with his 12 disciples. While they were eating, he said, what I'm about to tell you is true. One of you will hand me over to my enemies. The disciples became very sad. One after the other, they began to say to him, surely you don't mean me, Lord, do you? Jesus replied, the one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will hand me over. The son of man will go as it is written about him, about how terrible it will be for the one who hands over the son of man. It will be better for him to have this not been born. Judas was the one who was going to hand him over. He said, surely you don't mean me, teacher, do you? Jesus answered, you have said so. 26, verse 26. While they were eating, Jesus took bread. He gave thanks and broke it. He handed it to his disciples and said, take this and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup. He gave thanks and handed it to them. He said, all of you drink from it. This is my blood of the covenant. It is poured out to forgive the sins of many people. Here is what I tell you. From now on, I won't drink wine with you again until the day I drink it with you in my Father's kingdom. And that's Matthew 26, 18 through 29, and Asha's going to pray us in. Hey, y'all, it's baby girl, Asha, a.k.a. Asha Zanis. Everybody will bow their heads and close their eyes with me. Thank you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you again, Lord, for another day, another another chance to breathe life, Lord, and exhale, whatever you want us to exhale, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for our set of ears, for we are listening with open ears and an open heart, God. So we can take any and everything that we need out of this sermon, Lord Jesus. Please let this information 
be with them throughout the rest of the day, the rest of the night, even throughout the rest of their lives, Lord, and just guide them with whatever you need, whatever word you need from them. If it's all the words that we say, God, let them be purified in your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 So we, we're we going to start um, with how our Resurrection Sunday went. It went a little different. Um, I think for me, for I mean for me, did it go a little bit different for for you guys? Or you know what, baby, yeah. girl, you want to start? Did you want to yeah, start? I start. Or, 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 yeah, okay, start. you can start. Okay, you go ahead yeah. and start. Okay. How was so, your resurrection Sunday? So my Sunday, being a okay, since I, I got baptized again, you know, being a a new, new, newer creation. I just see things with a a brighter set of eyes, you know what I'm saying? Um, Sunday was brighter to me. What made it brighter? (laughs) What made it brighter? I mean, when you say brighter, what versus how you saw it before versus how you see it now? What makes it brighter? What makes it brighter? Before it was just, before it was a, you know, uh, it's, you know, it's Sunday again, cool. But this time, it's like, it's a real Sunday. I really got to go to church. I'm sluggish, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I got to stay after church, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's um, fellowship, huh? But this Sunday, it was like, each, like, all those of that I mentioned just now, those were like yellow butterflies, like, wow, oh, my gosh. It was, it was more spectacular this Sunday because, the other Easter's, it was so role-played and so, you know, casual and just, you know, so I didn't really see all the butterflies were the same. But this Sunday, it was a new stock, you know. I can't, I, I can't really describe it the way I feel, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you think? But what I do just, you think made it so spectacular, though? Is it something that was said, something that was done, or you just God just gave you just me, a new? My, my heart was my outlet. heart was pure. Ah, okay. I okay. was open to God. I wanted God to come into me. You know, every aspect of that day of that. Um, I also wanted to mention some um, some bullet points that I, I took down. From well, should I wait for that? No, talk, talk about the note. Okay. And um, did you have a scripture to go with them, or, or you just took the note? I got to see. I got to see. <laughs> I got to see. Um, okay, so three things. I don't even know what this In birth is baptism. Okay, I'm just reading. I'm sorry. Just read it. Okay, in birth is baptism. To be baptized, you have to be fully covered in the water. And communion is the Lord's table. You're talking, okay, don't don't go to, just read one. The, the immerse. Immerse. I, can't, I can't understand. What did you say? The, it's the, emerged in the water. No, she said communion is what? She's going to go the to Lord's that one table. Well, I have let's a lot do, of stuff. Let's do it one so first. I guess we'll Okay, wait. no, let's go one by one now. Let's go by one by one. The first one was emerge. Okay. 
immersed. You may have been you you, you may have been writing too fast. That means going yeah. down. You, your whole body is is covered with water. Read it again. Kism. The first one. Emergency baptism. That's where I put the definition at. Okay. And what does that mean? What baptism? Mm-hmm. You just read it. No, I didn't. What was your Okay, note? why did you, you're saying, okay, what made you, you're saying, okay, I want to read my notes. What made you want to read this? Like, what are you getting from this? What do you want to tell us? Like, that's what I'm saying. I have a lot of notes, but I can't read it right now, so. You know, okay, but do we, you want to take time, do you want to take time to pick out what you want to read? Yeah. Or do you know what you want to read? Okay. Um, okay, go ahead with this. I'll go. Um, this. I forgot that we did agree to say Resurrection Sunday. My bad. But, no, 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 no. You say what you you say what you say. This is not rehearsed, honey. This is not rehearsed. Huh? Okay, I, this, I I didn't say it was rehearsed, Mom. I just said I forgot we agreed to say Resurrection Sunday. I never said it was rehearsed. But um, what was I saying? Okay, Lord, please, please. Um, what's the word? Cancel out confusion. Please allow us all to be on one page. Let us all talk together, God. Please allow this to flow in your name, God, and let us get our nerves out the way, relax, be at ease, and just let this episode flow. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. So, um, last Sunday for Resurrection Sunday, I, the what was new for me, something that was new was when we took communion, um, I didn't have to second guess when I examined myself. Um, and I'm not saying that, like, of course I did it. I won't say, yeah, I say second guess because I took the one time to examine myself, but I didn't have to sit there and battle with myself of should I take this, should I not. Uh, Vanessa, you know that you about to go back out and do this, so don't take it. Like, a lot, it's so many times I denied communion. So I many, I think I've taken, com- denied communion more than I've taken it. Well, after coming to the knowledge, of course, as a kid, you just eating the cracker and drinking juice. But as I got older, like, you know, I've definitely um, denied communion way more, way more times than I've taken it. Just off the strength of, uh, of knowing that you you bring, what is it? Um, damn that Yeah, damn that yourself. Like, I, that's all I need to hear. I will not. I, I will leave it right there in that pan. So, Mm-hmm. I, um, you know, this is this is like this is the first time, and I, I my eyes was watering. I was crying when I really was examining myself, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like you've really grown as a person. Like I literally was crying this Sunday, this past Sunday, because this is my first time really being confident and confident in still the humblest way. Because baby, I still don't really deserve anything of, of what God gives me, so I'm still very. It's a thin line, so. I'm just saying as far as, like, being able to be confident in the fact that you really are pushing forward to be better. That's what I can mm-hmm. say. Like, you're really pushing forward to allow God to really move in you in a spiritual way, not just surface, not just, just doing it out of routine, not just doing it because your parents tell you to go to church. Like, you're really building your own relationship with God and creating wisdom. The knowledge that I receive, the knowledge that I'm soaking it in, I'm putting it into fruition into my life. It's wisdom, you know? So, mm-hmm. I... um. You know, I just, like I said, I teared up at the fact that I could actually take communion. 
um, confidently and only only confidently because I have my best foot forward and I'm I'm pushing for better. Not that I'm perfect, not that I just deserve to take this with my chest out. No, it's still my chest still in. I'm just happy that I'm able to say, like I said, that I'm pushing for better. And um, so that was different for me. Second communion was different. Um, also, what was different for me this Sunday was hearing about, um, like, the emphasis on the betrayal part, mm. and the betrayal portion of of Jesus' crucifixion. Like, it didn't just start when he was getting beat. It didn't just start when, you know what I'm saying, that when Pilate had a rest. Like, it didn't start with all of that. It started... It started when I'm going to get into that. Huh? Then I'm going to get into that. I sound like that. Right. Do you you want me to stop or you want me to, you just saying you're going to talk about it too? Well, I really wanted you to mm-hmm. stop there because I wanted to talk also about communion and I think I also wanted to talk oh, about Oh, okay, 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 well. okay, 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 okay. Go ahead. Okay. Well, that's my, that's my first. Okay. Um, well, okay. okay. So we'll, we'll come back to the portrayal because that is, that's what got me too. Okay, and if oh anyway, go ahead, um, Asha. Okay, so I got my notes together. I got my notes together a little bit. Um, so with the communion, the communion, it's the Lord's table. You know, it's it's food like you eating, but like at the same time, the um whatever drink you have, it represents His blood, and um the bread or whatever like food you have that is His body. Right, that's his table, the Lord's table, and he says, "Do this in remembrance of me." But what does that mean? What are we remembering? We're remembering the times that only Jesus could do what he could do, like walking on water, or the fact that he talked to a whole storm, and uh, you know, he carried the world's sin on his shoulders. So that's what you can remember. And um, also, Jesus felt our sins and prayed three hours and sweated blood, and he said to God, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So just imagine how much love and passion he has to have for somebody, plenty of bodies. After all Mm -hmm. that, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And sin can only be Mm -hmm. covered by the Lamb, for saving redemption, wholeness, and newness. So that's like, yeah, that's what I that's so good. That's so good. Okay. Say, that, say that last part again. Saving can only be... Sin can only be covered by the Lamb of the Blood. Saving, redemption, wholeness, and newness. The blood of the Lamb. Saving, redemption, wholeness, and newness. That's what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, the communion part, I I agree with um, Vanessa. It was plenty of times where I had to stand in front of the church with the leadership, knowing my heart wasn't right, knowing that whatever was going on at the time, I was not even worthy because I wasn't even trying to get it right. And God told me in front of the whole church, and that's when we had a whole leadership team, like, what was it, like 20, 30 people, <laughs> 30 people up? He, God told me to keep my hands behind my back and do not touch that communion. 
Do you know how embarrassing that is? I didn't even want to go up there at all. Oh, you're going. You're going to go up there, and you're going to put your hands behind your back and do not touch it. You know how embarrassing that is in front of your peers and in front of the whole church. And that wasn't a, we wasn't a small communion, uh, um, a small um, church at the time. We had a nice, quite a bit of people going to the church at the time. But he made me go up there, put my hands behind my back, not even pretending like I was getting nothing. No, you're going to stand there with your hand behind the back, and when. When the you know how they pass by every each and every person, I had to I couldn't even say, open up my mouth and say no. I had to shake my head like no, so the whole congregation could see my head say no. You know how how I, I mean it just. But afterwards, he showed me. That's why it's so important to keep your heart right. Okay, what's more embarrassing? You rather get embarrassed now? I get up there to heaven and find out that you took communion unworthily. So that's why it's important to keep your heart right all times, at all times. So we can take communion, okay? Because it's a lot of times we can't take communion because we 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 full of hell. And I'm so glad that God used me in that kind of way to show, you know. That I was unworthy, and and a lot of people are, but still want to take communion and knowing they're not worthy. But it says in the word, if you take it, you're only taking it damnation to yourself. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. Mm-hmm. It says, therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body in the body of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. So let him eat of the bread and drink of this of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment on himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For it would judge for we would judge for if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged. Mhm. So So mm-hmm. I had to judge myself, so I won't be judging other people while I'm mad. I had to judge myself. Okay, and let God just deal with me. And a lot of times we don't want God to deal with us. We want to just, you know, go through life like everything is hunky uh-huh. I'm, I, I feel like that part, man, not so you'll be judged by people. I just think that it'll be like you just won't be judged, like you won't be guilty of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. if you judge yourself, you won't be found guilty of doing this. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Thank you, Nani. Thank you. But, but when I tell you God is good, God is. <laughs> you better get it right, or y'all gonna be. You'll be standing up there like me, embarrassed, in front of a whole church. I mean, I won't say embarrassed, but like the times that I didn't. Well, I, no, I Jesus, on that's your that's your experience. No, 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 no. I, I was I've no. Never been in front of the, I never, I can't say, I can't speak for you because I've never been in front of the church. So I can't say that. This is what so I'm saying. I'm not, I had to stand in front of, that's when they, it was a whole bunch of leaders. Right, there. but, okay, I'm just trying to shed a different light at a different angle right. just in case somebody is going through that and they do feel, you know, pressured now to take it so embarrassment won't be felt. Right. I feel like another angle to look at it is to show somebody else that it's, oh, it's, 
it's okay. Mm, how do I word this? Like, it's okay not to take it if you're not right. Pat, if you're not right, you know what I mean? That can encourage somebody else to be like, you know what? I'm going to put this down too because I know I'm not worthy either. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it can, you don't know how many people you probably encourage to not take it also. Mm-hmm. Just so they won't, you know, feel pressured to. It's like, okay, I'm not the only one that's not taking it. You know what I mean? And, so, I, and I do believe that's why God had me up there. To show. It's okay not to take it. Okay? You got you to gotta judge yourself. I, right. I, but I had to be, I had, he used me, embarrassed me to make everybody else feel it's okay not to take it. Because you, you have a whole person up there in leadership that's not taking it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if she's up there not taking it, you know, it's okay for me not to take it. So it's still a win-win. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind being embarrassed if I have to be an example to, to, to get other people to to do right and not take communion because you ain't right and you know you ain't right. If he's going to use me for an example like that, oh, well, I'm going to stand up there and I'll be embarrassed again. Yeah. I'm not, I ain't trying to go to hell for nobody, trying to impress nobody. Yeah. If he's going to use me, like I said, for an example, Okay, you don't want to. You don't want to um, do what, what. I don't even remember what it, what it was, but I, it wasn't right. So if you ain't gonna be right, you ain't gonna do right. You're not gonna sit. And you know, every time I was mad, sit in the back of the church, right? Oh, y'all didn't know that. I don't know. I don't never know. Okay, that. but anyway, I was sitting in the back of the church. That's what I wanted to do. Okay, no, you gonna go stand in the front. With your hands behind your back, and it's not a whisper, no, no, thank you. No, you're going to shake your head, no, I don't want it. Period. So if God has to use us to be examples, to humble us, to show the world that it's okay, not to be okay, but don't say that okay. Get get okay, but don't let me find you here next time. And guess what? He didn't find me there the next time. I took communion. Shoot, he found me there again and again and again and again okay. and again and again and again. <laughs> I can't even lie. I was I was right there again and again and again. I did. Like I said, I took I took communion. I didn't take communion way more times than I have. I promise you. Like I can only think of like three good times that I've actually taken communion, as in as a, like, a young adult, you know, like a teenager into my adulthood. I'm 22. I can, I can only remember, like, maybe four, three or four. Well, coming to my remembrance, it's like three. You know, maybe it's a few more, but I know how, I know it's way more times that I haven't taken it. Oh, you know that. what? And, and my sister just texted me, and this is what I always tell y'all. What I tell y'all before y'all take it, Repent. Yeah, you do. You do. Okay, I you always do. tell y'all to repent, and that's a good thank you, Tony. Um, to repent, okay, and right. examine and examine your heart. Make sure your heart is right before you take it. Right. Okay. You and that and mm-hmm. that's and, and that is very important. It is. And repent and ask for God to forgive you for sins that knowingly. And unknown sins that you know you did and sins you don't even know you might have offended somebody and you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Okay? So to cover all bases, 
okay? Cover our bases. So, and if you mm-hmm. and if you repent and you uh, even if you were, um, <laughs> repent, but a lot of times at that time, I don't even think I wanted to repent. That's why I was still standing there with my hands behind my back. <laughs> because I didn't repent and I and I didn't feel like it and I didn't want to. So right. Well, if we would have came back, oh. what if we would have came back? Crack the sky. I would have went straight to hell. With whatever I was harboring in my heart. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was gonna say for me, it's not that. Um, for my situation, not that I didn't probably had, did repent, but like if I know that I'm about to go back out those doors of the church and do exactly what I did coming in, I'm not taking communion. Like that's how I used to tell myself if I'm worthy or not. Like, maybe somebody's wondering, what does that look like? What does examining yourself look like? For me personally, in my personal life, how with me and my God, relationship with God, I knew, I so the way I examine myself is if I know that whatever I'm repenting for, whatever I whatever is the first thing that came to my mind of why I shouldn't, if I'm going to go out those doors and do the same thing, I'm not taking this. And I had to right. be even real with myself. Repent, right. Even if even I after repent, you repent it. right? Even if exactly after I repent, if I know I'm about to do the same thing I just repented for, why would I still take this cup and take his body and eat it? What is why? repenting? What is repenting? What is it? What is it? Asking God for, for forgiveness for your sins and turning away. Okay. And so I wasn't ready to turn away. I asked for the forgiveness. I'm sorry, I am, but I'm not. I wasn't about to turn away. So it's not really me. You know what I'm saying? Wholehearted. I can't say it's not really repentant. Well, I don't know. All I know is I, well, just, I need to. You meant it at the, well, I'm not even going to get into that. That's between you that's and That's why I said I had to, I'm okay. not even going to go there because, you know, <laughs> Right, that's like, between you and God. Take it up with him. Ask him how you right. feel about it. Right, and that's what I'm saying is that with my relationship, that's how it was with me was that God was not going for that. If you know that you're about to walk out those doors and do the same thing you just asked me for forgiveness for, do not eat of my body and don't drink of my blood. No, don't do it. So I did it. Because oh, I'm starving. Had, like I no, said, you can't eat tonight. You're not eating tonight. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, you got to be real with yourself because this is serious. Like, this is for this is for real. So, it's a matter of life like, and death. And even if you're listening and you're like, okay, I didn't know that. Oh, my gosh, I was just taking communion because that's just what we did. Now you know. Yeah, now you know. But say, Lord, I'm sorry for taking your your body and your blood unworthily. I apologize, and I'll do better. You know, I'll do better. So maybe because maybe you're listening, you didn't even know that. You had to examine yourself. So you just. But now you you came into the knowledge of the truth. Now you're going to be held accountable because now the bluette told you what the word said. And if you want to read it, if you want to read it yourself, do that, please. Read it for yourself. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Because y'all making it seem scary. Y'all, it's not scary. It's not scary. It's not scary. It gets scary. Okay, y'all listen to me. Listen to me to somebody that's just now coming in fully. It's scary. It sounds scary. Mm -hmm. Sure. It's mm-hmm. not y'all. What makes it? What makes <laughs> it sound scary? What makes it sound scary? Y'all just going at it and at it and at it like we understand, but it's not at it. We just loud. Okay, maybe. Okay, I'll speak on this from point of view. So maybe we are going at it because we have been talking about this for like ten minutes. So maybe we are going at it. I just 
I think well, I'm just passionate. Because something to go at it. I'm passionate about communion, and okay, that's what okay, we should maybe, be. Okay, I, okay, I agree, though. They heard us. I agree. People heard us. The people heard us. I, I'm going to just get a scripture. We can move. We have other things to talk about anyway. But, like, the scripture is First Corinthians chapter 11, verses 27 through 34. So that was our communion experience. I agree. We can't just, you know, she's another point of view. So maybe it is getting a little heated. For somebody that didn't know, it's like, oh, my gosh, well, am I okay? Yeah, like, we are, but it is not like we didn't get, we it learned is about it, now we know. Now we know where to go. Okay, right. cool. We don't yeah. want to keep pondering about it and, like, being reminded of our sins. No. Okay. Cool. Okay, so what well, was the other? Uh-huh. Uh, well, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I don't know. You can laugh. You, can re- you go ahead. Well, well, no, the, the last part, is, is the last part of the um, Corinthians. Why people are dead? Why people right up under there? This the is why people are dead. That's dead. Yeah. Oh, for who he who eats and drinks in an unworthy man? Oh wait, no. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. Mhm. Many sleep mean dead. Okay. Well, I'm, thinking of, a, I'm thinking of a spiritual sleep. No, no. Dead. dead. The pastor can't examine you. Your mama can't examine you. You have to examine yourself, okay, and your own heart. You have to, okay? All right? And that's not for us to um, examine and and judge people. Yes, and don't let nobody tell you um, you can't. I remember it was somebody... And we was at that um well uh uh-huh. okay. yeah don't don't say that uh huh uh huh uh huh uh talk about it uh no no I said don't no, call no I'm name not. no name but somebody somebody had told me that I couldn't take communion like how you gonna tell me I can't take communion okay like I know I'm I know I'm young but like let me take it what okay. yeah because like, communion I'm, it is serious. I'm thirsty let me be it is for guys. And you but wonder you why you know sit me. and people. But even, but still, that it's tradition. <laughs> you don't know what I've been through, and I'm only eight. <laughs> no, no. Like, I'm only but five we years were, old. But we were. It was tradition. We. You have to remember where we were. Everything was scripted out. Everything was, you know, it. it we was at a visiting church, y'all. We was at a visiting church and we went to and we had communion, and it was it's just it was um, I, I was I'm not gonna say the denomination either. It was just traditional communion, um, you know the same words that you heard throughout your whole entire life. And we was visiting the church and you know they told my kids they couldn't take communion. It's like okay. Who are you? Did you not read the scripture? <laughs> but anyway, let's move on. What was uh, the next the one? The other part that I was going to talk about was, oh, betrayal. And how, um, yeah, like the whole process did start. Go back up. Go back. Um, read it. Read it. Oh, hold mm-hmm, on. Let me go back to it. What was it, Mark? I mean, not Mark, Matthew. Matthew 26. Mm-hmm. Matthew twenty six eighteen. <laughs> when evening came, Jesus. I'm at verse twenty. 
when evening came, Jesus was at the table with his 12 disciples. While they were eating, he said, what I'm about to tell you is true. One of you will hand me over to my enemies. The, the okay, stop. Became... Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Stop right there. Now, betrayal, what was the other word? Mm-hmm. What was the other word you said? Betrayal in the other word. It was, okay, go ahead. Betrayal. I just want y'all to remember betrayal. Okay. Once somebody's going to betray him, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what I'm about to tell you is true. One of you will hand me over to my enemies. The disciples became very sad. One after the other. Oh, oh that's it. To... I'm sorry. Go back. One of them will hand him over. That's what it was. One is going to hand him over. One is going to hand him over. And he said, uh, one of you. Okay, go ahead. One of you going to. Um, He's going to hand me over. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the disciples became very sad. One after the other, they began to say to him, Surely you don't mean me, Lord, do you? Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand in the bowl with me will hand me over. Okay. The son of, well, stop. I want to stop that's, there that's... really. Because the pastor, okay, the pastor really put emphasis on the fact that the one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will hand me over. And his angle that he came was, Everybody ate that night. Well, that day, that night was it evening? It was evening. Everybody ate that evening. Like you know, what I'm saying. So everybody dipped their hand in the bowl. And in this scripture, they always everybody always puts emphasis on Judas because Judas was the one who hand him over. He said, "One of you mm-hmm. will hand me over." Yeah, right. One of you, one of you is gonna hand me over. But the but one who that dipped in the bowl. <laughs> The one who did his hand yes. in the bowl will betray me, though. All the yes. time his hand in the bowl. So, <laughs> you know, we still got Peter, Peter who denied Jesus when he talked. Like, everybody that put they, everybody that did come wrong, okay? Look at all that went to sleep when he was up there on the cross. Where were y'all at? <laughs> they they went back saying? to doing what they were doing. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like. I think that that was very cool that he brought, like he shed light on the fact that Jesus well, specified that one of you will hand me over, but the right. one who has betrayed me is everybody. Like the one, whoever put their hand he in the Uh huh. He he so he that dipped his hand it it uh dipped his hand with me in the dish. Mhm. So or is he said at the same time or just dip it? Uh, no, it said the same. Uh, the the same will betray. Uh, mm-hmm. Will betray him. But the emphasis was how many of us betray Jesus every day by not doing what He asked us to do. Right. We all do. We still can't point no fingers or who ain't doing what and this and that and this and this. No. We crucify Christ every time we do something outside of His will. Mm-hmm. We put him right back on the cross. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can't be so quick to judge the prostitute, the drug dealers, the harmongers, the liars. Right, you know, just some people's situation to be louder than your. That don't mean them quiet things or them things up inside of you is just as bad. All sin is equal, baby. Exactly. So, it's no big sin <laughs> or little sin. Sin is sin. Okay, so we all gotta, sin is All stink got a stench. Huh? <laughs> all all stink got a stink. All stink got a stink. No, I I I've heard it. The um, 
something like you're judging them just because they sin sing and just because no you think you something because your sin don't sing that's how i always say <laughs> exactly okay no it's just the fact that you can't smell yourself exactly well guess what if everybody's sin had a smell what would you smell like what would your <laughs> sin smell like if okay. everybody's sin had a smell what would your sin smell like? To everybody would be funky. <laughs> <laughs> Me included. I'll come, I'll, come in, okay. I'll come in the room, triple master. Look, and another thing that was that, that got me about Asha being pregnant. Okay, my yeah, she's pregnant. What what if your sin grew? Mm-hmm. Everybody. Mm-hmm. As you fed it, as you fed your sin. How big would your belly be? Mhm. If you fed your sin and your, you, if, if your right. sin wasn't wow. seed, if your sin wasn't seed and you fed it every day, okay, how big would your belly be? How big would your belly be? <laughs> huh? What? Okay, I'm about to keep going. The one who has just his hand in the bowl with me will hand me over. The son of man will go just as it is written about him. But how terrible it will be for the one who hands me over the son hands over the son of man. It will be better for him to not have been born. And here goes Judas. Judas was at what <laughs> Judas was the one who was gonna hand him over. He said, Surely you don't mean me, teacher, do you? Hey, let, let me go back up to Verse 14, where it literally says that Jesus traded, Judas traded Jesus for 30 coins. No, like, baby, that part. You going to trade Jesus for 30 coins? Okay, now. <laughs> it says one of the but disciples did, went to the did chief Judas, priest. Did Judas know at the time he was going to hand Jesus over? Yes. Yes. Did he? You saying at the time where he's talking to you, when Jesus said somebody's going to hand me over, did Judas know already? Did you, yeah, did, did uh, Judas know already? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Now look at Judas because it says in 14 through 16 when you go up that Judas had already said, he had already made the deal. <laughs> he hmm, was just waiting okay. for the right time to do it. Oh, and it said, wait, wait, he, um, the, he, the opportunity, read 16. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was, wait, he was waiting on the right time. The word like, says, was, and from that time, he sought opportunities to portray him. Literally, he, he was waiting. That's what I'm saying. So for Judas to have the nerve to say, surely you don't mean me. And okay. Jesus said, you have said so. <laughs> okay, you said it yeah. yourself. You said it. Okay. <laughs> Why you sit up there talking? You said it. Like, I don't know. I oh. just, I, this is something that was definitely new. Like, this Resurrection Sunday was to just, you know, fully go into detail of this story of, yes, we talk mm-hmm. about Pilate. We talk about the beating. We talk about all of this and the, mm-hmm. the Pharisees, all of this. Sadness, we talk about all that. But it started way before this. Like, he made a deal already that I'm going to, I'm gonna give him up for thirty coins, like. But then, mm-hmm. like you so said, mommy, did, uh, how much? How... Hold on, go ahead, Vanessa. What? Did, G- did Jesus Vanessa, give him? Was... Hold on, wait. Let that go. He, said... he said what? Did Jesus give him a way out when he said that when they was having supper? Did he give Judas even a way though... out? Yeah, though... I mean, even though Judas made the deal, 
and he sat down with supper with Jesus. And Jesus made the comment about who dipped his hand in me. Did Jesus give him a way out when he said that? I say yes because he let him know how terrible it will be. He's warning him. Like, if you do this, if you do go through it, it'll be better that you just weren't born. He's literally telling him, like, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like that was the way out he was trying to give him. So do you believe that Jesus would have pardoned him if he'd have repented at that time? Pardoned him? Well, he couldn't have because think... the, the, the scriptures had to had to be fulfilled. But he would not, have, yeah. Not. But the scriptures said, yes, he, he would have. I believe he would have. So Jesus gave him a way out. And some other man would have probably done it. I'm just hypothetically speaking. Because it had to be done because it was written. But would right. Jesus have given, Jesus gave him a way out to repent, just like he does all of us. Even his most crucial enemies, he gives a way out. And that's just the heart of Jesus. And we can't do that because we remember what was done. We remember what was said. And even though we ought to be like Jesus, we just can't. So as y'all were saying earlier, we all have big bellies. All of our sins stink. Mm-hmm. I, mm, I guess, I mean, I guess it depends on the person. I'm about to say, my, my problem is I'd be like, I'd be too forgiving. But it do depend on the person now. Because if I was in Jesus' situation, because I can't say what I would do, but I just know that when it's somebody that close, like the disciples was hip and hip with Jesus. So that's when it would be harder for me to forgive is when it's family or hip and hip, and you know me. So Jesus is very strong. I commend him because for him to still know that it's Judas and still be like, you know what, everybody, let's take bread, let's eat, let's take communion, take this cup, all of you drink from it, I'm going to forgive out. It is poured out to forgive the sins of many people. Like, Jesus, you're so strong. <laughs> Can we still break but bread with people that you know that don't like more. you? And, yeah. And know that they betray you? And then knowing you're talking about them? I mean, they're talk, they talking about you and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and killing your character, killing your reputation. You know, can you still break bread with them? Yeah, you, you should be able to because Jesus did. With the guy that was going to hand exactly. him over to be crucified. Exactly. So, they break bread. I want, I want to say, and he blessed it's it. Like, it's like, how can you not? That's how I think about every everybody, every, every situation, it doesn't matter how bad it is. How can I not? Even if it's not like a public, oh, okay, I forgive you, it's whatever. Because it's like, like it, um, a couple sermons ago, that's with, with your teeth. Mm hmm. So many people, so many, so many people want their enemies dead or this or that. The the world tells you that he will make a table in front of your enemies. He will make a table, and guess what? Invite them to your table while he's making the table in front of them. Break bread with them. Maybe your loving kindness can draw them. <clears throat> then they be like, then, then they, they don't, they really don't have a reason why they don't like you. But then they, you, they be like, oh, 
She's pretty cool. I don't even know why mm-hmm. I didn't even like her. I don't know. Okay? And then if you ask them, well, why you didn't like me? I don't know. It was just something. No. I don't know which. But when, it, when, I it, happens, when it happens inside of a family, though, that's that's even better because you're so close and you get hurt so fast. But if you can forgive that person, it's even better in family. Because how can you not forgive family, but you forgive a stranger? How can you not forgive family and you forgive everybody else that you're acquainted with? How can but you it may that? not be so fast. How can you say I love Jesus that you can't see? Can't see. It's the same thing. That means you hate Jesus. <laughs> I understand. So, I understand. When it comes to family, we have to jump on the opportunity to forgive, even if we don't think it's right. Even if we think that person's not going to turn around, we still have to forgive. We have to. And then move from there. So Judas Judas could have repented. Jesus gave the opportunity <laughs> And some other man could have stood in his place because it was written of Jesus to be crucified. But it was written as it was written and it happened as it happened. But we do see in the in the readings that y'all just read that he gave an opportunity to repent. I want to finish out this story just because it's not a finished out, but I just want to read this because I kept scrolling down to 48. Mm-hmm. It, says, it says Judas, who was going to hand Jesus over, had arranged a signal with them. <laughs> He said, the one I kiss, the one, the one, the one I kiss is the man. Verse 48, verse 48, verse 48. The one, he arranged a signal with him. The one I kiss is the man. He said, arrest him. So Judas went to Jesus at once. He said, greetings, Rabbi. And he kissed him. (laughs) Jesus, y'all, Jesus replied, friend, do what you came to do. He's right. that friend. Okay. Do what you came to do. Like mm-hmm. I just love Jesus. I love him because okay. he's just every story I read of Jesus, he's so straightforward, but in the nicest way. He's so blunt, but so just in the nicest way. Like I don't know. Like I just love it. I don't mm-hmm. know. And then the men step forward. Then the men step forward, and then the men step forward. They grab Jesus and arrested him. Keep so. Going. Keep going. No, keep going. That's all I wanted to read. Okay, okay. I'm just saying, like, I just want to finish out the story of Judas really going through with this and giving Jesus up, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, um, I like another point that I had wrote down from this Sunday was um, when the pastor had said, welcome to the table. Judas is at the table. Peter is at the table. Everybody's still at the table. So welcome mm-hmm. to Jesus' table. Like even though he knows that you won't you ain't gonna get right. Even though he knows <laughs> that you struggle even though he knows you struggle with this, even though he that he knows this and that, he knows it's about us. It's already written. he knows us. He knows mm-hmm. us personally, every single person. He knows the hairs on our head individually. And it's still welcome to the table. He knows exactly what you're going to do before you do it, how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, the way you're going to do it. He still died for our sins. Like, oh, my goodness. And he said, welcome to the table. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that. Mm-hmm. 
Amen. Welcome him. Let him come in anyway. Okay? Regardless. And just, just seeing all of the prophecies be fulfilled, like Jesus saying, like, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. Even scrolling down to see Peter deny Jesus. Or, like, I don't know, like, he said all this is going to happen. Oh, uh-huh. I forgot Judas had hung himself. Uh, see? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. He said he's going to, what did Jesus say was going to happen to the person that betrayed him? Hold on, let me go back. Oh, it's better, it's for him better for him not to be Oh, how born. terrible! How terrible it will be for the man who hands over the son of man. Um, mm-hmm. The one who hands over the son of man, it will be better for him to have not been born. And then Judas did himself. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Judas, mm-hmm. Judas bought some property with that thirty pieces of silver, and he fell, and his bowels burst open. And to this day, they call that the field of blood. Well, what you mean? I thought he ret- it says he returned it to the priest. It says but what? They, 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 they it says that he returned priest. it. It says Judas, who had handed him over, saw Jesus had been sentenced to die. He felt deep shame and sadness for what he had done, so he returned the 30 silver coins to the chief priest and the elders. I have sinned, he said. I handed over a man who was not guilty. What do we care? They replied, that's your problem. So Judas, Judas threw the money into the temple and let oh. Threw the money into the temple and then no. left, and then he went away and hung himself. They didn't. They didn't accept the thirty pieces of silver, and he used that right. money to purchase mm. the field. So every gospel has a different way of saying things. So he bought a field with the thirty pieces of silver, and he fell, and his stomach burst open. And they, to the to this day, they call it the field of blood. But what? Oh my God! So. Going back to, to forgiving people and or giving them space uh, to to talk that you can forgive them, it, it it prevents things that can happen that we can't see but only God can see. And what we don't want to happen is that we still stay up stay upset with somebody, and we hear later on they ran into misfortunes. Because at the time of their crying out, and we don't always hear the cry out because we're so stubborn in the mind to remember what was done before, and different people cry out in different ways, you just got to stop talking and listen to them. (coughs) What could happen to Judas, what happened to Judas to happen to them, because they had nowhere to go, or they had no food, or they had... No, you know, they had issues in their but life that at this moment. That's not gonna be. That's not gonna be on Jesus if something happened to Judas. When Judas betrayed Jesus, he forgave him, but Jesus kept it pushed. Like, what did Jesus just kept it pushing? Like, no, that's not gonna right. be on I'm Jesus. Talking about, oh, right. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about on us, on people we know. Well, now, we know thing. they did something in the past. It's the same that thing, though. It's the same thing. thing. How I'm gonna feel bad if somebody go betray me and I just I just I'm still standing in the same spot that I was at. I'm still here where you where you came to me and betrayed so, me and left and walked so, away. I'm still here. When Peter asked Jesus how often should he forgive his brothers, Peter says seven times seven or seven whatever it was, something like that. And Jesus says seventy times seven, meaning infinitely forgive every time. But how is it going to be on the other person and the other person is still there with their arms open wide? And uh, what? Okay. 
The arms are not necessarily open wide. Possibly, the arms are not necessarily open wide if you if you bring it up the past while the person is in front of you pleading for the future. But he's not pleading for no. He wasn't doing all oh. the work. It's an ex- Ooh, it's an example that I gave you about the everyday life that we live in. Not at that time. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm, th- I'm thinking you're talking about the well, show. Okay, that's what I'm right. talking about. Present. I'm talking about. Remember, Jesus gave I'm, him a way out when he when he dipped in the sub. He mentioned it. That was a way out for Jesus. Right. He didn't take it. Right. So how right. do we? Why don't we give people a way out? Because we don't because we are hurt because of what they did or what we think they did. Or, and then when the or person shows up. Still, huh? Or you still give them the way out and they still don't take you and still betray you and you still forgive. But it's like, okay, that's it. Like that could be the end of the story is that you betrayed me and that's the end of the story you left and went about your okay. way. And like, when people show you who they are, believe them. I mean, if, if the person a liar, they just a liar. And guess what? You can still feed a person with a long handle spoon. You ain't got to break bread with them or be lollygagging in or whatever. You can still invite them um, to your party. You ain't got to be all in, your, in their face um, and do none of that. I mean, if people show you who they are, believe who they are. I'm a, I'm a, so have, you, have, you ever, I'm, have you ever been, have I'm you ever a, been in a situation you where you somebody hurt you? Have you ever been in a situation where somebody hurt you or you know they did wrong to somebody else and then you end up meeting up with that person and they come to you and they're trying to say something, but they don't know really how to say it. And it could be a type of person that don't know how to repent or don't know how to say, I'm sorry, but they're talking. And, but we're still running our mouths interrupting and we don't hear what they're saying. Because of what we remember But if we would shut our mouths And just listen Even though we still feel hurt But that person in front of us Is the one that hurt us If we would just listen Because some people can't say I'm sorry But they can say it in different ways But we're not listening We can't hear it person gets in front of you Just listen Hear what they're saying they could be pleading in a different way that you have never understood before because we're still talking, running our mouths, our mind running about what happened. Be quiet, clear yourself, and listen to the person. They're in front of you for a reason. They may know what they did, and they had the guts to come in front of you, if y'all understanding what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So if you listen, you'll find something in the conversation, in their words, that they're begging you. We don't know what – we can't see the heart like Jesus does, so we have to listen. He can immediately speak because he knows the heart. We don't, so we have to listen. One day we may need that from somebody. Go ahead. Um, I hear you. I'm outside your house right now. We're going to come in and finish this conversation after this segment. But, well, naked, so. well come on. I'm outside your house. I'm waiting to come in right after we finish. But you will. I, no, I hear you. Don't, don't I come in my house. 
sitting out here for 45 minutes waiting to just come in and see y'all face. Well, well I'm going to tell you right now. You're going you gonna to see some, some, some flesh tonight. Anywho, I'm giving y'all what we got, four minutes. Okay, so I agree, and I wish that I could have <laughs> – I could be Jesus. Okay, no, I don't wish to be Jesus. No, you don't. I want a heart. <laughs> a heart. The heart of. And I'm aiming to be that. I'm a work in progress. Um, yeah. I just love the fact that, like, welcome to the table. We all here. Even me. How I am. Even everybody. Just welcome to the table. Jesus died for all of us. And that is so beautiful. Yes. Everybody. Not just. Every single body. Every. The prostitutes. The hoes. The the, the 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 drug dealers, uh, the liars, the liars, the backbiters, the backstabbers, everybody. Okay, even Trump. Everybody. Okay. He died for everybody. Even Biden. Even Obama. the ones that he, the ones that know that he just know. I don't know. Like he just died for everybody, and I love that. Jesus is good. He's exactly. so sweet. He said, let it rain on the just and the unjust. And not even, so we it, can't even end it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I got excited. I'm about to say, we can't, we can't even end, end it. it he died. Like, he rose, too. Like, he rose on the third day. Like, he came back mm-hmm. up and, exactly. and brought life. And then, and then he didn't even leave it there. He said, I'm going to send y'all a friend. I'm about to go. I'm about to be back in paradise. I'm going to send y'all a friend. And we got the Holy Spirit. Okay, the comforter. The comforter. But guess what? He's he only comfort those who want to be comforted. Okay, mm-hmm. you have to want to be comforted. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to invite him in. He's a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Invite him into your heart. Invite him into your life. Open your heart. Open your open your heart and soul, and ask God Jesus come into come into my heart. Live with me, sup with me every day, eat at my table. My home is welcome. My temple is welcome. It's welcoming you. It's, 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 it has vacancies. Here's for you, especially for you. Because without him, we're nothing. Look for him in your whole daily, your daily walk. He's there. He's, he's there. He's everywhere. You have look for him. Seek. Seek ye first the kingdom. Once you start seeking him, your desires change. The things that you used to want, you're not even going to want them. They're not even going to matter no more. The only thing that's going to, once you start seeking him, once you start seeking Christ, believe me, things going to start falling into place, falling into place. So you'll be like, dang. It's like an eye, like what Isaac said. It, it, it opens your eyes to life. And he wants us to have life and have it more abundantly. He don't want us struggling. And sin, sin is struggle. Sin is a struggle. And it weighs heavy on us when we're, when we're living in it. He said, take my yoke. His yoke is easy. Okay, take a, learn of him. Learn what matters to him. Learn who he is. What he came, he came here that he died for us. But like she said, each and every one of us, 
I ain't always been saved. I ain't always wanted to do right. I was bad at home, ain't sin. Lions setting fields on fire, animals, just I was just bad to the bone, just for no reason. But if God can save me, and, and just ask him to um, direct your path every day, Lord, just direct my path. Show me where to go. Touch people's hearts that can make decisions on my behalf. And when you start praying these prayers, Lord, I pray divine connections and, and favor on my life. Trust me. God wants us. It's like a parent wants to give get, get good gifts to the, the kids. I used to tell my kids all the time, y'all saving me a whole lot of money. Keep being bad. Keep doing not what, what, what I, did, I told you not to do. They saved me a whole lot of money. The same with our Father in heaven. He want to give us good gifts, but he ain't going to keep giving you. Yeah, the world, their stuff is temporary. We can have life more abundantly on this earth as well as in heaven. He wants us to live in abundance here on earth to be a blessing to others, to draw others. That abundance is to draw others, to share your wealth with others that's not as fortunate as you are, to draw them to Christ. You shall get good gifts for, for, the, for the world, the sinners, to bring them in. Not trying to get all you can and can all you get. Just for you and your foe and no more, we, that, it, that's over with. Let's spread, let's, let's show love. Let's spread love. Let's be the hands and feet of Christ. We should be doing more than he because there's more of us to do. If we just get out these four walls and just get out there, the world is, is thirsty and hungry, and they don't even know what they're thirsty and hungry for. But we can show them with our lifestyle, with us encouraging them, with inviting them, you know, to dinner. Or walk in the park, or just sit on the park bench. I mean, it's not hard. You don't have to always spend money. Go to somebody's house, clean it up. It's a lot to be done. It's a lot of work needs to be done. But who's gonna do it? I can't do it all. Vanessa can't do it all. Whoever's on the radio can't do it all. We have to spread. Teach, teach ye all nations. We should be teaching others so they can do the same thing that we're doing if it's a good deed. So if you don't know Christ as your personal favorite um, on tonight, I, I ask you to get to know Christ, ask him into your heart. Just ask him to come into your heart. Believe that he died and rose on the third day. Repent, confess with your mouth, and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is who he, who he is. He's the son of man. He's everything that you need. We try to fill voids with, with women, drugs, alcohol, find nice houses and cars. No, that void, I don't care. You see all of these millionaires dying. 
They're trying to fill a void that drugs and cars and houses can't fill. It's Christ. All these people selling their souls to the devil. It's Christ. It's Jesus Christ. It's a void filler. So that's all I have to say. Um, Pink, you want to close this out? Mr. Blues, barbecue. Uh, go ahead. Um, who's praying out? Vanessa, you praying out? Yeah, I pray out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you guys for another great episode segment for us to speak to your people and for you to, um, you know, just move on tonight. I thank you and I praise you, Lord, for who you are sending your son for us to die for our sins and that we have a way back to you. I thank you and I praise you, Jesus. I thank you. Um, Tonight, I want to pray for protection of everybody's listening, protection of our souls and our spirit. I pray that we all, um, you know, ask for that forgiveness, get right with God, and push forward to be better people and to get closer to you and grow that relationship with you, God. Um, I love you, and I thank you, Lord, for another day. Um, I pray that we all get to see tomorrow if it's the Lord's willing. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Good night. Amen. Good night. Amen.